Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Simple English Listening. Today, we'll look at five interesting, fascinating, and insane conspiracy theories with our special guest and one of my best friends, Nikki, in Simpler English. So, of all my friends, Nikki quite likes conspiracy theories, do you think? Yeah, I have a bit of a reputation for being, <laughs> uh, but I like to call myself a conspiracy realist mm. rather than a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Why do you think we have conspiracy theories or the term conspiracy theories? Maybe it helps people make sense of the world so i believe people maybe think and believe in conspiracy theories for multiple reasons maybe it's because it fills in the gaps of knowledge which mm. we which is otherwise inaccessible and also it's like if you don't think mainstream then it's a way to make people look like outsiders of society yeah. like and freaks and usually we're a little bit suspicious or some people are suspicious of authority authority figures so yeah it's quite natural for people to believe their own stories when you think that you're being lied to or that information is being with, withheld remember if this is too difficult Use CastBox or Spotify to slow down the audio to a speed where you can better understand it. So the first one that we will look at is the flat earth theory. Many people out there, especially in America, think that the world is not circular. The, world, the earth is not round. That it is, in fact, flat as a pancake. Do you know of this theory? Yes, of course, I've heard of it. Um, they think that the Earth is under a big dome, kind of like a big upside-down bowl, and the sides of it are big ice walls that we can't get past. A bit like the Truman <clears throat> Show, if you've seen the movie. It's a big dome that you can see from space. There was a guy... I think, a flat earther who tried to make his own rocket uh -huh. to fly up, to then look down and prove that the Earth was indeed flat. Well, did it work out for him? Yeah, I think that... No, actually. <laughs> I think that he never did it. He made an excuse. So, do you know how many flat earthers there are? Uh, yeah, flat earthers, a flat earther, meaning someone who believes the earth is flat. Well, I can't say that I know very much about the flat earth theory. So. Mm. Well, according to Google, it's somewhere between 30 and 120 million people based on search results. Uh, here's a joke. How does the flat earther travel the world? I don't know. On an airplane. Whoa. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So we can see when we take a flight, uh, we can see in front of us, there's the map. And we can kind of see how we fly, not straight, but in a kind of 
circular motion because yeah, we fly. A, it's a curve. A curve, exactly. So it's yeah, it's quite interesting, I guess, because it's such a, a different, wild, like against science belief. Yeah. What I don't understand is what would be the benefit of tricking everyone into believing that the world is flat. That's right. Who would gain from that? Like other conspiracy theories, like nine eleven, like nine eleven and COVID, like there's some kind of benefit for the people that believe it. Yeah, you can believe that someone is gaining something from the situation. Yeah, but f- flat earthers, unless you think we're a science experiment for aliens, I don't really see. Yeah, the benefit. So next, Bigfoot. There have been two thousand and thirty-two. Bigfoot sightings in Washington State alone. Washington State is in the the west coast of America. It's very hilly, lots of mountains. Bigfoot is so. Bigfoot is a mythical creature. Some believe it's a for a beast meant to be feared, and others just a harmless creature that wants to be left alone. And there are theories that Bigfoot is related to humans since it walks on two legs. So how does it look as far as you know? It's like an ape kind of nine foot tall man. Yeah, right? I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, when you're out in the forest and it's dark and it's, you don't really know what you're looking at, you, maybe you see a bear mm. or it's uh, you know, uh, a moose. Moose are really, really huge animals. And when you're scared in the dark and you don't really know what you're looking at, yeah, it's possible mm. that the imagination might make you think that what you're seeing is a humanoid. And, and so many people in the past have already seen it. So you might yeah. assume that. But that being said, there are a lot of s- stories of strange creatures out in mm. the forest. For example, I was reading the other day on a website called Reddit, mm. where there was a man who went camping in the forest by himself, and he woke up in the middle of the night because he felt like there was a presence outside. Mm. And it was the moonlight was shining, and about 30 meters away from him, he saw this big creature, mm. and he said he felt ex- he felt like it wasn't a human he didn't say that it was bigfoot he said it looked like an alien well that's it some people think he's an extraterrestrial yeah so who knows what is out there in the forest it's impossible for us to really know i personally don't really necessarily believe in bigfoot i don't have any evidence to yeah i saw a video on youtube and a man was like my dad has got a bigfoot head a head why he he took it out of the the freezer and then he examined it, and then looking at the like the the spinal bone, like the neck bone, it was just a metal pipe, you know, oh like God. someone had just made it. Um, but have you heard of um, apparently geolo- um, arch- uh What do you call them? Uh, archaeologists. Archaeologists mm. apparently have found remnants of giant humans. Mm. So it's not so far fetched. There are a lot of people who believe that there used to be a race of giants on planet yeah. Earth. And, well, we don't really know the full scale of human evolution as well. Yeah. Like, there could be... I mean, there was... We are Homo sapiens, and we're the only humanoid that exists today. Yeah. 
But before, there were many different kind of humanoids all living yeah. at the same time. Kind of like... Uh, Homo erectus, Homo sapien, uh, Neanderthal. So it could have been like Lord of the Rings back yeah. in the day. Also, interestingly, when they say that Neanderthal was a lot more intelligent than we think it was. That's right. And for some reason, they say that Europeans, for example, breeded... With, breeded? With, or bred, sorry. Bred. Maybe the yeah. more correct way to say it. With uh, Neanderthals back in... And Neanderthals slowly, like, disappeared. Well, as they humans... Got taken into the gene pool. Well, humans basically uh, killed all of them. Yeah. So there, apparently there used to be. Who knows? How, yeah. how can we know? But imagine, though, like, living in an age where there's different creatures that are so like you but also very different at the same time. It'd be so weird. Like, we can't even imagine it. You know, Joe Rogan questions everything. They, they do an episode on Bigfoot, and it, it's just like, <laughs> it's like lots of, like, eyewitnesses, and they talk to Joe Rogan, and they say, he smelled like eggs, like rotten eggs. Like, that's the main thing they say. And it's just, like, mostly just nerds running around, like, with night vision goggles like banging sticks together mm. and they've got like an adjective like squatchy like another name for bigfoot uh, sasquatch sasquatch like ooh, it's very squatchy in these woods <laughs> it smells a squatch has definitely been here and they just walk through the, the forest like with their night vision goggles like freaking out and there's another on the on, there's a body hacking episode in that mm. and there's a so body hackers they they upgrade their bodies by putting like magnets in their fingers to experience senses differently, or they modify their bodies a bit so they can experience uh, synthesia, which is where you mix your different senses, like you see sounds. Do you mean synesthesia? Ah, oh, yeah, synesthesia. And another guy, he put earphones, like surgically put earphones in his ears. They basically give themselves like shit superpowers. Well, if you think about it, people who have pacemakers or uh, hearing aids yeah. are cyborgs. So they're, they're, they're half robot, half man. Oh, apparently. In which a, is pretty cool. In a McDonald's in, in France, there was like the first case <clears throat> of a, like cyborg uh, prejudice. Like some people, some guy had like a fake, like a special eye, yeah. you know, that you could do, go on the internet with it and all that. And he was, like, beaten up because he was, like, part man, part machine. Mm. Next, UFOs. So, in 1988, there were 3,000 reports of UFO sightings. A UFO is an unidentified flying object. Usually, people see them as discs, like frisbees, or triangles. It's a popular one. In 1987, in October, uh, County Sheriff Wayne Pike reported that him and his deputies saw strange lights in the sky, and it sparked a full panic in Virginia. And by 1988, there were 3,000 reports of UFO sightings in the area. All of a sudden, everyone started seeing things, a reporter told the Bristol Herald Courier. So, so that's an interesting one. UFOs, there's been like probably tens of thousands, like hundreds of thousands of sightings like around the world. Mm -hmm. 
And maybe it's like a, a collective uh, hallucination, you know, because that has happened before. Mm. Or maybe like a military exercise. Well, have you seen recently the videos that the military released of the planes following a UFO? I think it's, so. it's on camera. It was on the news uh, yeah. like six months ago. And it's this flying object and it's doing all these crazy maneuvers. Mm -hmm. And they have basically there's no sign of propulsion. It seems like it's just moving in the air uh, by itself. And it's unaffected by air resistant and by wind resistance. And it can just appear in one place and appear in another within seconds. Mm. And it doesn't seem to follow the rules of physics. And people have uh described seeing objects like this for a long time mm. so who knows could it be very advanced military equipment that no one knows about or are they aliens who knows uh, but or this has been something that people have been seeing these for like hundreds and hundreds of years there's a case back in germany in the 1500s yeah. in a small village in germany where they saw basically a alien space war Outside, yes. of, outside of Nuremberg, you can go on Wikipedia and search the Nuremberg UFO sighting. And you see some illustrations of it, yes, because that's before photos. But once I was on a camping trip in Scouts, I used to go to like, Scouts and we went caving, which is kind of exploring caves. And we looked up and we all saw this red light and it just went up, down, in a few circles like really quickly went like yeah. up, left, right. And the way it moved was, was it wasn't a flare. Like we all saw it. And I think, I think that was my one UFO experience. So my friend believes that they're not really aliens. They're celestial beings like angels or demons. Or oh yeah. Who knows? That could be another possibility too. Yeah. Okay. So the next is nine eleven. <laughs> Right, 9-11 was an inside job. So, 9-11. In September 11th, 2001, there was a series of terror attacks. Nearly 3,000 people died during these events. And thousands more were injured. And over 2,000 first responders, first responders are uh, firefighter, police, etc., uh, losing their lives or eventually losing their lives due to illnesses related to their time working there. I guess lots of chemicals and dust was around. So two planes, airplanes, hit the Twin Towers in New York City and a third hit the Pentagon in Washington, D.C. The Pentagon is the where they strategize American military tactics. It's like the heart of the American military. And a fourth plane crashed into a field outside of Pennsylvania, well, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. So September 11th was the date of the most deadly foreign attack on American land, soil, more so than Pearl Harbor, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor to start Americans' participation in World War II. Do you remember where you were that day? Yeah, I, was, uh, I think I was about... 10 or 11 years old and I yeah. and I was at school mm. and I remember when my mother came to pick me up all mm. the parents outside were talking mm. uh, it seemed like something very big had happened 
Mm. And then we went home and they were playing replays yeah. over and over again on TV. So it's a very polarizing subject because a lot happened after yeah. it basically changed the world forever and it m- created the world that we live in nowadays mm. and uh, basically my opinion on it is that i personally can never know what really happened but i do not believe the official story mm. i think the official story is unacceptable it was it didn't go into any detail mm-hmm. and it leaves too many questions unanswered so who knows but I mean, you have to look at the result of it. And the result of it was it united the American people uh, together against like a, like a common enemy. I remember, because I used to live in Canada, and before September 11th, we'd go over the border and you'd, like, you didn't even need a passport. You just need to say, yeah, I'm Canadian. You know, they'd let you across. And America was just just normal. There's no flags everywhere. And soon after September 11th, everywhere, every front garden, it was like American flag, American flag, American flags everywhere. And on the backs of cars, you'd have stickers like, United we stand, and all that. So, So it created the conditions for President Bush and his administration to go to war in Afghanistan and in Iraq. Because I don't think he could have done that if September 11th hadn't happened. Yeah. Mm. And after September 11th, they also passed the Patriot Act in America, which is what started this whole uh, surveillance Mm. system that we have now of the NSA. I mean, the NSA existed already before that. But spying on United States citizens, um, way more checks all over the place. Um, race, racism, patriotism grew to huge, huge levels. I mean, they would have never. Can't they just like arrest and hold people? Like, is that part of the Patriot Act? Well, the Patriot Act before? means that if they believe you're a terror, if they suspect that you are a terrorist mm. for whatever reason, they don't need warrants. Yeah, they can just detain you. Yeah. And go for all of your private. So the conspiracy is that, or like, like the way the plane hit the building. Or sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing about the planes. I'm not an expert, so mm. it's always very difficult to talk about these subjects. Yeah. Because I'm just a person seeing what I what I saw. Mm. My I can only express my own opinion, and to me, I'll say this again: the official story. Just doesn't make any sense. For example, these two planes hit these buildings, started a fire, the building collapsed perfectly on itself. Yeah. And then out of all of the rubble, they didn't find they couldn't find a black box from the plane, which is supposed to be indestructible. Yeah. But they magically found the passports of the terrorists just lying on the floor. They just magic these paper documents just survived the crash. And then the Pentagon flight, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, pilots, professional pilots, said basically the maneuver that they had to employ to crash into the Pentagon was almost impossible. Yeah, and there, the Pentagon is one of the most secured places on Earth, and there was no video surveillance of a plane showing a plane crashing into the building. 
And uh, so some people theorize that it was actually a missile that hit the Pentagon. Also, another thing that's very strange is that the day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld, who was the, I can't remember, I think he was the defense secretary or something like that. Mm. He said there's $2 trillion missing from the U.S. budget, which we don't know where they are. Yeah. And lo and behold, the next day, the plane that supposedly hit the Pentagon destroyed all the offices mm. where these documents were held. So completely. Yeah. So that's also another strange thing. And then who knows? I mean, we could go into the subject for a long time. Yeah. yeah. $2 trillion is a lot as well. Like all the silver in the world is worth $2 trillion. Yeah. That's well, how much it is. Apple is worth... how? four trillion dollars yeah let's quickly double check well yeah so apple is worth 2.4 trillion yeah so so that's one of the biggest companies in the world i think it's the biggest company maybe i'm yeah. not sure yeah it's just a lot of money too but anyway when it comes to these subjects i think it's always important to have an open mind yeah and it's good to be sus- suspicious to a healthy degree Mm. And to be, um, what's the word that I'm looking for when you're... Like critical yeah, thinking. There's, there's another word for critical. Yeah. To kind of Ske- a little bit oneself. A little bit skeptical of people's motives. Mm. You know, and follow them. They always say, follow the money. Look at who gained the most from 9-11 and everything that happened after. That's a good one. Follow the money. You know. Who gained... The, the most from that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the last one for today is, ooh, probably the most controversial one. Are you ready for it? <laughs> it is COVID-19. Ooh, ooh. As population control. Okay, so there are many con- COVID-19 conspiracies. It is the most historical event of probably my lifetime. So there's always going to be conspiracy theories with anything like that's very historic, like very that makes a big impact on life. Because of course, many different people profit from it. So I mean, there are many. So one is the vaccine implants and microchip used to track people. Uh, that the fatality rate, so how many people have died from it, is wildly inflated. So it's much bigger than it actually is. That Bill Gates is not only responsible for the virus, but they're using it as a way of controlling the population. Of course, the the vaccines massively profit the companies that have made them, you know. But yeah, many, many conspiracies. The Chinese could have used it as a bioweapon somehow. That it came from a laboratory. Laboratory. How do I say that? I think you can say it both laboratory, laboratory. Mm. But I think, so the question of are there microchips in the vaccines, I think that's quite silly. Because, Mm. I mean, they don't really need to track us. We already go around with our telephones Mm. in our pockets at all times. They already know everything that they need to know about us. Why would they need to inject us with microchips? It seems a bit far-fetched to me it seems more like they're trying to make a lot of money from Mm. a crisis yeah but also this for example something that was called 
a conspiracy theorist. It was con- a conspiracy theory at the beginning of the pandemic was the idea that the virus came from a laboratory. And uh, in fact, what used to be a theory is now pretty much a- an accepted... Like most widely accepted. Yeah, so we used to believe that it came from the wet market in Wuhan, from uh, bats, and then the virus and pangolins. Spread. Then the virus somehow spread to Wuhan through the wet market. So it was uh, from animals to humans. Yeah. But in fact, they went to research this theory and they couldn't find any evidence to suggest that this is how it actually arrived. And there was a there's a, a lo- uh, lab in Wuhan where they test coronaviruses. That's right. So it seems a little bit suspicious that... So the the idea is that this virus was accidentally released from a laboratory where they were experimenting on COVID viruses uh, in a way that's with what's called um, gain of function research. So basically, you make a virus more transmittable in a laboratory setting so that you can test it uh, in a safe setting to to find out more information about it. Unfortunately, some people believe that it was released by accident and that this could happen many times again, many times more because there's a lot of laboratories like this all over the world where they're doing this kind of dangerous, these dangerous experiments. So this is a big point. To and it's, 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 it's insane how we don't actually know for sure, like there's no solid origin story of the of the coronavirus you know like it, people can't agree on it and uh, like surely something like that something that important people would know well unfortunately china made it very difficult mm. to find out what actually happened because they yeah. don't want the embarrassment of the world knowing that yeah. well the first yeah the first doctor who said that this is a really this is a big deal. This is a, something that can be go worldwide. Uh, the Chinese authorities like shut him down yeah. and silenced him. And then he actually died from COVID-19. But it's also important to remember that it's not only China's fault. I mean, mm-hmm. this laboratory was in China, but it's got a lot of international funding. And one of the leading researchers is, drumroll, None other than our friend, Dr. Anthony Fauci. So he is the leading world expert on gain-of-function research, the very thing that this laboratory was experimenting on. And somehow he is now in charge of health policies in the United States of America. So it's it's a very strange situation where you have the person who is somewhat responsible for covid in charge of the COVID response. You would think that they would be in jail. Yeah, so who, who is Fauci in a nutshell? Well, I mean, like, Do- Dr. Fauci has been working in the United States government for a long time. He was yeah. involved, he was working during the AIDS epidemic. Mm. So when the AIDS epidemic first started, they came out with a vaccine at the time for AIDS or uh, a uh, uh, medication to help AIDS patients. Hmm. And the medication actually ended up killing a lot of the people who took 
this medicine. Mm. So he has a very strange history. Yeah. You know, where, so this is why a lot of people are now suspicious. They're like, mm, I don't know. Is what, are you really, are these vaccines really as safe as you say they are? Yeah. Do we have reasons to be afraid? And mm. it's very difficult when there's no, there, we are not allowed to have a conversation about it because the media completely oh, if you, censors anything. Yeah. If anyone subject. tries to say anything against the like the lockdowns the vaccines like they're you're a freak yeah you know there's something wrong with you don't you're, listen to them you're called a conspiracy theorist and in fact an interesting point about the term conspiracy theorist mm. you asked me before mm. where does it come from and it was invented by the cia after the jfk assassination back in uh, when do you remember when he was assassinated uh in the late was, 1960s. I think it was maybe 1969. And a lot of people had a lot of big questions about the JFK assassination. Uh, 1963. 1963. A lot of people had a lot of questions about the JFK assassination. So the CIA came up with the term conspiracy theorist, which was used, I think, as a very effective way of making anyone who has questions seem like a crazy person. Hmm. You know, I can be like, hmm, I wonder, you know, 9-11, do you think something strange happened there? And you can just be like, you're a conspiracy theorist. And it yeah. ends the conversation there because it makes me sound like I believe in flat earth, hmm. like I believe in, uh, you know, that the moon is an alien base, you know, <laughs> yeah. all these crazy things. When in fact there are, some conspiracy theories are completely crazy, but some are also legitimate and should be investigated. You know, it's up to mm. you ultimately to go out there mm. if you're curious, mm. you know, and, and think for yourself. Mm. And yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about this one? If you go on to the Well, yeah. And it ultimately also be a little bit suspicious of mainstream narratives because the mainstream news is not impartial yeah it's not like well they have their reasons for saying things yeah and but it's just like any source of information and any person and again here is a question of follow the money who is paying mm. big big uh, big media and companies who is profiting who where are the big media companies getting their money from you know, if if the same people who are causing the problems are paying the media, mm. you know, obviously the media is not going to be telling you the truth. They're going to be telling you. They're going to be creating propaganda. Yeah. Do you think that you're saying that maybe the vaccine for young people, like for children, is more, do you think it's more dangerous than COVID? For young well, kids, like that, I, again, this is a dangerous subject to get onto because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to get into too much speculation because I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. Mm. So it's impossible for me to know. Uh, I'm just logically looking at it. I mean, I believe my personal opinion on the vaccines is that it's a choice. Take the, if you want to take yeah. the vaccine, take the vaccine. If you don't want to, I believe it should be a choice. And I believe it's more helpful for older people who are more at risk mm. from COVID to get yeah. the vaccine. I but, agree. It's like, it's kind of, I mean, I'm vaccinated. I chose to be, but how like people are being forced like, and 
I mean, there are side effects. And I mean, if people are genuinely scared of those side effects, should they be like forced to get well, it? I think that's a bit harsh, like, even in my opinion, to be honest. And also, we're not allowed to have an open discussion about it. Mm. because it all gets censored so i think it would make people feel a lot better if you could actually... maybe this podcast will be censored <laughs> yeah maybe i mean we're talking about very uh difficult subjects mm. uh that's the word that i'm looking for very uh controversial controversial subjects yeah. so and then we have one last one which is uh it's just insane in my opinion the QAnon. So there's a group of people in America, mostly, and they think that the Democrats, the Democrat Party in America, are, and also some Hollywood stars, are in a child sex ring, demonic child yeah. sex ring, right? And they believe that President Trump is their savior is actually fighting a secret war yeah against these this uh, the pedophile elite and but don't they come from space as well or something oh that i'm not sure but okay. i believe i think it's crazy to think that donald trump who is a complete narcissist complete narcissist and only thinks about himself yeah is, is the king is actually people. living is and, actually and they still think that he has their best interests at heart and he's the only one that can save the earth against this pedophile ring but it doesn't hollywood make, stars and democrats knowing his character wouldn't make any sense that he's fighting a secret war and yeah. not not telling anyone about him about it he'd be telling everyone constantly if that was really yeah what was going on but some people believe that QAnon is actually a psyop, a psychological operation mm. to confuse people even more and make it seem like Republicans yeah. are just a bunch of crazy people. Well, so it's not just, so it's also, they are cannibalistic, meaning that they eat kids as well. And they are satanic, believing in Satan Democrats and Hollywood stars. They worship Satan. They worship Satan. Yeah. And Donald Trump is their savior. Okay. Anything else to add? Let's we wrap it up. I don't know. I think for we should always be curious. Try to think critically. Think for yourself. Make your own decisions about things. Be suspicious of what is being said on the news. And always look. Well, for, everyone has their motives. Yeah, look for your. Everyone own. has their reasons for doing things. They're, the news is saying things. The news is usually trying to manipulate public opinion. So try to read be- between the lines and see what's really being said, and also learn how to find good sources because there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. Yeah, you know, there's there's truth, and then but it's hidden in a pile of crazy stories so Mm. don't get lost in the craziness try to find the light of truth Mm. and what makes sense to you well well said and thank you for joining us today thank you again it was (laughs) an honor appreciate it okay everyone uh all the best thank you for joining us and uh, have an amazing and most beautiful and wonderful week and we'll see you next time